0: Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that you have a great destiny. All the events of your life have been woven together by a sovereign God to create the beautiful tapestry of your divine purpose. God indeed has his hand on your life. So there's something special he's up to and he's about to make you an example for his glory. Get ready for all the wonderful things he has in store. Welcome to this your Monday, January 21st. 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We distribute free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. I bring you big old smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New New York, it is currently one degree below zero. When I think about how cold it is outside, I am so grateful that I obeyed the Lord when he placed it on my heart to launch the Do Good on Purpose campaign to be a blessing to the homeless. We take it for granted that we can just pull out hats and scarves and warm blankets, shoes and socks. And in temperatures like this in Buffalo, this extreme, brutal weather, you have helped us to bless. Those who need it most Please continue to sell At empoweringeverydaywomen.com Forward slash donate I know God will bless you For your giving You're amazing Every single podcast you hear It's available for you As a free resource Stream and download it On iTunes Google Play Stitcher.com Yourdailycupofinspiration.com Player.fm On my YouTube channel Under my name Deanna Hobbs D-I-A-N-N-A H-O-B-B-S Click that red subscribe button Turn on those notifications and every time a podcast is uploaded, you'll be among the first to know. I would love for you to follow me on social media at Twitter, Team Deanna Hobbs, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, and Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs. Let's hop on into this rich Monday word, but first a prayer. God, thank you for your love and kindness that you have shown toward us. And for another day, just to sit at your feet and to hear a mighty word from you. I pray for the individual that you inspired to press play, Play, that you will minister to the deep places in them And assure them that your mighty hand rests upon their life In Jesus' name we thank you Amen I remember when our two daughters Kyla and Kaya were smaller They were somewhere between the ages of three and six And when they were at home Daily Cup family They used to do something called playing church Did you ever like to play church when you were little? Oh my goodness I loved playing church I would be my choir I would raise the offering I would preach the sermon. I would do the announcements the whole nine. It was elaborate. But anyway, back to Kyla and Kaya. So the two of them would get dressed up, sometimes in my clothes, set up chairs and put all their baby dolls in those seats. Then they would have a church service. They would sing and shout hallelujah. And then our daughter Kyla, our oldest, would preach the sermon. She would go on and on. And my husband Kenya and I were absolutely tickled about it. Even though their congregation was made up of Barbies and Cabbage Patch Kids and other random dolls, they were serious about their little church. We still talk about it to this day and laugh about it. But all those years ago, the foundation for their faith was being set. That memory of Kyla and Kaya in their early years was sparked by something I was reading today during my devotion time. Jesus was in Judea teaching on matters of the law to the Pharisees. And according to Matthew 13 and 13 through 5, the of God says, Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. But the disciples rebuked them, and Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Here in this passage, parents wanted Jesus just to touch, bless, and pray for their children. And the word for children here in Matthew is a general word that can indicate children of various ages. But in the book of Mark, he gives us additional insight by using the Greek word brephos. And that word means infants. So these were little babies still in their mother's arms. And in the disciples' mind, Jesus had more important things to do than to lay hands on babies who had no ability to understand teachings of Jesus. But this assumption was wrong. In Mark chapter 10, verse 14, the Bible says Jesus was angry with the disciples for turning these children away. The wording of the scripture indicates that he was furious with them them. After Jesus chided the disciples, not only did the Lord pray fervently over these children and babies, but he also preached a sermon using them as examples of what it takes to enter the kingdom of God. That goes to show you that just because man dismisses you doesn't mean God can't use you. You've got a great destiny. Forget about what others think. What has God said about you? Just as the disciples got it wrong, the prophet Samuel got it wrong too in 1 Samuel 16 when God told him to go and anoint a replacement for King Saul, the first king of Israel, who disobeyed God. Samuel went to Bethlehem to choose a successor from among the eight sons of a man named Jesse. And when Samuel saw Jesse's son Eliab, he took one look at that man and said, surely this is the Lord's anointed. But Eliab was not the one. In fact, none of the seven sons presented to Samuel were the right one in verse 11 Samuel asked Jesse are these all the sons you have and Jesse told him well there is still the youngest Samuel said send for him and we will not sit down until he arrives and when David appeared before Saul the Lord said this is the one anoint him somebody listening to me right now God sent me to inform you that you are the one the one whom he has chosen he sees you he loves you God called David, the one who was overlooked by his natural father out of the field of anonymity because David's heavenly father had chosen this shepherd and God was going to make an everlasting covenant with David in 2 Samuel 7, that the Messiah would come through the lineage of David and David's kingdom would never end. The one man that nobody even considered worthy was the very one God chose to make an eternal covenant with, a covenant that was fulfilled in Jesus Christ, who called himself the Son of David. David had a great destiny. You have a great destiny. The sovereign will of God will be done in your life. He has an unstoppable and incredible plan for you. He is going to use your life to get glory. You might be going through right now, but you have a great destiny. You might be sick in your body. You might be going through a season of lack. You might be in the midst of a difficult transition where nothing is making sense. Perhaps you are unemployed. You're waiting for God to save a loved one. Your marriage is in trouble. You're frustrated with your circumstances. You feel invisible. You can't seem to get that vision off the ground. Can't get the business going. The ministry is not flourishing. You're being hit from every side, struggling in your emotions. A loved one is sick. Your life might be in complete turmoil, but God is telling you today, you have a great destiny. What you're going through doesn't change the fact that his hand is on your life. Maybe others have dismissed you, shooed you away, rejected you, told you you weren't worth it, made you feel less than, made you feel small. God is telling you, I've got a plan for you. You might have cried many nights, struggled in your self esteem, felt like you weren't worth much, thought that maybe you'd never get to the place you thought you'd reach. Oh, but I've got news for you. God specializes in picking you up from your your low place and setting you up high so that others will see that for him nothing is too hard. It's not impossible. He's about to make an example out of you and get glory out of your life. You are chosen by the father to remind you of this truth. I'm stirring first Peter two and nine in the new international version right into your cup of inspiration, which says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's Special possession That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know who you are. You have a divine inheritance. You have a great destiny. You are a royal child of the king. And God in his sovereignty saw to it that you pressed play on this podcast. Just so he can let you know that he's up to something great in your life. That he delights in you. That you are precious to him. that your destiny is firmly intact, that he's going to bring you into your place of purpose. You are seen, you are loved, you are known, you are anointed, you are chosen, and you are his. God's glory shall be revealed in you. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. Thank you for reminding them that they are chosen and beloved. I praise you that you have prepared their heart today to receive the flood of favor, blessings, and increase that will flow like like a mighty stream to their household. In Jesus' name, we are ready to receive all you have in store. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.DeannaHobbs.com.